Hey guys, uh, today's going to be a interesting one, an interesting one, um, so I'll get into it. So basically, last night, uh, I was feeling very broken, very, um, panicky, I guess you could say, and you know, that (laughs) <laughs> that was uh increased because of you know I have had some issues with caffeine intake. I just I drink too much. Um whether it be coffee or tea or whatever. So I I wasn't feeling great at all last night. I mean I cried <clears throat> excuse me, I cried last night more than I have in a very long time. And the reason was because I was, things of the past were really uh, tormenting me. Things that I've done, things that I've seen, you know. And, you know, when they sit in your mind for a while, they become, I guess, larger than they appear. Uh, Especially, you know, with a panic happening. And, um... I thought to myself, God, I don't want to feel this way. So I'm going to I'm going to put put an end to this right now. This this has got to stop. I have to let go of these things. I have to let go of the person I was before I was saved. So and you know, mind you, um I've been dealing with a lot of bondage, I guess you could say. I haven't felt free from a lot of things and that's because that's because of me, you know. I've I've let these thoughts take up space in my mind for too long. I've let them stay. I've let them stay. So I you know, I, I gave, FYI, I gave it a testimony at Lot Night the other the other night <clears throat> and Lot is a local uh ministry here in Burlington. And, um, I was talking to a friend about it and saying, you know, this whole thing feels like a lie because I'm not, I don't feel free from these things. I, you know, at the time of giving the testimony, I felt, I didn't feel great. You know, I, I, it felt like I was just lying to the group people, but you know, it's it's not about <laughs> it's not about you know feeling changed in that moment you know i mean there there were changes that had happened in the past i think just for me it was less of a testimony and more of this is what i have been going through this is what i'm going through now and this is the first step towards change and i think that's exactly why god um, communicated to me, you need to do this because you need to get these things off of your chest in whatever way possible. Maybe it's humiliating yourself a little bit. Um, so I said, okay. And I gave the testimony. So fast forward last night, I picked up that, it's been in my purse this whole time. I've been hiding it from my parents. I picked up the testimony. I read it. I cried and I cried and I cried. I played the same, um, (laughs) It's kind of funny. I played the same uh, 
Tim Buckley song. It's called Song to the Magician. And it's like this very hippie song, but for some reason, whenever I hear that song, I break down. So it has some sort of attachment to it. It has some sort of thing. I don't know if it's the sound of his voice. Maybe maybe I've only um, listened to it in times of despair or times of, you know, loneliness. But, oh, that song is so... I mean, I can't even come up with words to describe how beautiful... I'm actually tearing up right now just thinking about how beautiful that song is. Uh, <laughs> anyway, um, so I, you know, cry, cry, cry. Worry, 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 you know, just shaking, not knowing what to do. Because, you know, I knew what to do, but I didn't want to do it. So I was pacing around my floor. And I said, I went in there first time. I said... You said you wanted to read my testimony. He said, okay, let me get it. It's like, the, uh, my dad would ask for it. He'd be like, can I have it? I said, no, I don't want you to read it. He'd be like, well, I can't read it if, if you don't give it to me. And then I got angry and I said, just give it back to me. And I stormed back to my room, closed my door, and then panicked some more, cried some more, listened to that song, <laughs> listened to that song a couple more times. And then I was like, man, this is ridiculous. What are you doing? Dug it back out of the trash, went back out said, here, take it, take it from me, because I'm going to keep ripping it out of your hands, just read it, read it right now, and mind you, this was probably the most shame that I have felt in a long time, because I don't know, I mean, I, I expected my, my dad to get up and argue with me, or yell with me, because I know that he, I mean, he's a Christian man. He feels very strongly about, you know, issues in this world, issues in, in society, whatever, humanity. And I sat there with my, with my head down and sorry, that's the phone. I had my head down with my fist, like, you know, resting on my fist I, I looked like the I looked like the thinker and um I, I was just in so I was I needed to be vulnerable so at that point I did not I did not care I just I let all my emotion out I cried and I cried and I cried uh, my no my nose was burning red my eyes were so puffy I woke up this morning and they were still puffy. I, I don't want to know what I looked like last night. <laughs> um, so anyway, it was dead silent as he was reading it. He was perfectly calm reading it. which re And, you know, while he was reading it, I was praying. I was like, God, please don't let him yell at me. Please don't let him be angry. God, please give me strength through this, Lord. Lord, please don't let me freak out. Please don't let me walk out of this room. Let me face this, Lord. Help me, Lord. Forgive me of my sins. You know, all these things. <laughs> it's a cra it's a crazy It was it was it was a, a pretty insane experience because I've I've actually been waiting to do this for so long. And you know, some of you are probably thinking, well, is this is this a coming out? Is this a it, it wasn't really a coming out because my dad doesn't see it that way. My dad doesn't see the things that I have done or am doing as my identity. Um, like, 
other people in this world do. But we'll leave that for another day. So, the things in this testimony dealt with, obviously, same-sex attraction, uh, depression and anxiety, my past, um, I'm going to be real with y'all, my past porn addiction, my past um, just dealings with shame and anger and just despair, really. (laughs) And the only thing he said after reading it was, all of these things are things that teenagers somewhere at some point have gone through. Maybe not all of them. Excuse me, I have to burp. They all, they're not shocking to me. And that caught me off guard so much. That caught me off guard. I started to think, maybe he knew from the beginning. Which, you know, if I were younger, that would instill some fear in me. Because that would mean that I wasn't doing a great job of hiding it. (laughs) But anyway, that caught me off guard. And I made this kind of like confused face and I looked at him. Well, no. Actually, I never made eye contact with him the whole time because I just couldn't. That's how much shame was in me. I could not look him in the eyes. So I I, I didn't look him. I, I just pointed my head towards him. And I said, are you sure? Did you read the whole thing? And he said, yes, I read the whole thing. And there's nothing in here that is that is shocking to me. And I can't explain to you how relieving that is. At that, after that, I was like, part of me was like, hallelujah, hallelujah. The other part of me was like, he must be lying. <laughs> but we, basically the whole time, my dad, oh bless him, my dad was encouraging me, telling me God's truth you know, basically praying out loud, you know, God loves you, God cares for you, God wants you to be free of this, you are free of this, you know, rebuking, because I would continue to say like, oh, I'm not good enough, oh, these things are terrible, oh, I'm still going through this, still feeling this, oh, I don't have a lot of friends, oh, it's hard for me to, to speak to people, Oh, you know, I've never uh, had a boyfriend, like, <laughs> all these things. And he's just rebuking, 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 like, it's a, that's a lie. You're gonna find somebody, you know, stop being hard on yourself. I mean, it, it was obviously more detailed and, and deeper and more emotional than that. But he had so much to say, and it all made sense, and it was, it was beautiful, And I've never had that deep of a moment with my father. I mean, I've had deep moments, but that, that was, that was the, the kicker for me. I felt so bad. At first I was overwhelmed by sadness and then I was overwhelmed by gladness (laughs) because he was saying all these things that were, that were so loving and so like they, I mean, they felt like it, they felt like God speaking through him. And, 
you know, I started to tear up because I, you know, realized that I, I can be free of these things. And I am. And I can move on. And, and if, if nobody else loves me in this world, I know that God loves me and that my father loves me. And, you know, he was just, you know, telling me how talented I am and how, you know, one day I'm going to be great. And, I mean, you can't ask for much more from a father, from a, from a parent. That's what every child needs. And, you know, I got done crying and started to laugh again. And, you know, me started to... Uh, rant about something that was bothering me on the news or whatever <laughs> to kind of distract myself or get get rid of the rest of that energy and while I was doing that my mom leaned down and because I was sitting on the floor she leaned down and gave me a hug but I didn't uh didn't respond too much too much to the hug because it it caught me off guard but anyway so that's what happened last night um and I believe up to this point, despite all the pain and things that I've gone through, I believe that all of those moments have left up, led up to this point, and I wouldn't go back and change it. I feel no regret for that moment. I believe that, I mean, I did not feel, my dad did not make me feel uncomfortable at all. You know, it was just me. I was... I wanted him to read it. I wanted to let go of these things. Um, so, yeah. <laughs> and, you know, since then, I've been thinking a lot about, and it's only been a few hours, but I've been thinking a lot about what God has in store for me for the future. There's been lots of arrows pointing different ways or hints, but I believe that he has something for me. Because it doesn't matter what you have done. God forgives. God's grace is not limited to any Christian. It's... It's, uh... It's always there for Christians. And, um, yeah. If there's something that's been weighing you down from your past, a mistake, whatever, let go of it. I've been reading a Bible plan. I just started it, and the it's about, you know, who's controlling your thoughts? Is it the devil or God? And, or yourself, or God. And the first line is, um, oh, I just lost my train of thought. Crap. Uh, the first message is that the devil wants you to dwell on these things. He wants to convince you that you are not free of them, hence dwelling on them. He wants you to believe that you can't be free of them. He wants to fill you with shame, fill you with anger, bitterness. Uh, he wants you to isolate yourself. He wants you to do anything and believe anything in order to 
have distance from God. And, I mean, if, if that right there was like a list to check off, I would have checked all the boxes. Because those were all the things I was feeling. And those, that has, I mean, that, that's the way I've been feeling for years. And I believe that that moment last night was something that God had planned and that from now on I'm going to be a different person. And by God's grace, I'm going to be molded into the person that he wants me to be. And that, my friends, is what being a Christian is about. Nothing else. Being a Christian means freedom. Having a relationship with Jesus Christ, a man who came thousands of years ago, sacrificed himself for people like you and me, so that we could have freedom, peace, joy, real joy, joy that cannot be found in anything in this world. What else? There's nothing better than that. Nothing. You can show me nothing that's better than that. No pleasure in this world. Nothing can do for me what God has done for me time and time again. People have failed me. People have hurt me. People have taken advantage of me. People, my dad said, to put it frankly, most people in this world do not give a crap about anything. They don't give a crap about people. They obviously don't give a crap about God. So how can you expect them to give you what you need? No matter what relationship you're in with another person, there's always going to be something missing there, something, some, you know, a flaw, whatever. People cannot work everything out on their own. If they could, I wouldn't be talking to you right now about the pain that I've been going through. If I could work out everything on my own, I, this podcast wouldn't exist. All the stories, all the lives that people live, all of the experiences that people have would not, they wouldn't be having those experiences. I don't really know what I'm saying now, but uh, that's what's been on my mind. And I hope that it was, it's of some encouragement to you. And I don't know, I'm, I'm just so grateful. Every day is, life is so peculiar. Anyway. I've been thinking about having someone on here uh, the next episode. I don't know if it'll be my dad. I don't know if it'll be my friend. I might ask. I don't know. We'll see. Um, But I'm definitely going to have a guest on soon. Thank you all for listening. (laughs) Uh, Bye-bye.